Welcome back to Mishnah Yomi. Today we're continuing to learn Perek Tes Zayin, Masech the Shabbos, Chapter 16, Mishnah Vav and Mishnah Zayin. And we are continuing to learn about the laws of fires on Shabbos. And in our case now, if a non-Jew comes to extinguish the fire, we're not allowed to say to him, we're not allowed to say to him, put out the fire. We're not allowed to say, go extinguish the fire. Why? Because it's Amir Akam. You're not allowed to tell a non-Jew to, to we're not allowed to, you're not allowed to tell a non-Jew to do malacha for you on Shabbos. But similarly, we're not, we should not say to him, don't put, oh, if, if he, um, if he begins to put it out, we shouldn't say, don't put it out. Why? Because he has no prohibition from working on Shabbos. Meaning, we're not allowed to tell him to put it out because we're not allowed to tell a non-Jew to do work for us. But we, if he begins to put it out, even though he's putting out a Jew's fire, we have no obligation to say, refrain from work because a non-Jew has no obligation to rest on Shabbos. Uh, in contrast to a cotton of a cotton, a Jewish child, Shabbalik comes to put out a fire, ain't showing low. We have to stop him and prevent him from putting out the fire. Why? Because there's an obligation upon all Jewish adults to ensure that the children do not, Jewish children do not violate Shabbos. That just like we have to keep Shabbos, all Sibonayim, our children, have to keep Shabbos as well. Next, Mishnah, Mishnah Zion. We're going to start discussing an interesting halacha. It begins with the laws of fire. We're going to move on. That is, are you allowed to move a permitted item in order to save a muksa item? So it's actually a machlokas in the Gemara. The Gemara debates whether you're allowed to move a permitted item in order to save a muksa item. But our Mishnah is going to take a side in that debate. You may turn a bowl over a lamp in order that the flame of the lamp does not start singeing and burning the ka'ara, the, the, the beam that's on top of it. So obviously if you do that, number one is the beam is muksa, but we don't we don't mind that you're moving an item for a muksa item. And number two is you have to do it in a way that you're not going to extinguish the flame. So there has to be some sort of space between this bowl and the flame itself. Similarly, if there is excrement on the floor, so you can put a bowl over it so that a child doesn't go and start playing with it, even though the, the excrement is itself is itself muksa. Um, if there's a scorpion on the floor, here we're assuming that the scorpion is a, uh, is a non-venomous scorpion. For certainly, if it's a venomous scorpion, you can do whatever you can to get rid of it. But here, it's a, ven- it's a non-venomous scorpion, and the only concern is that if it stings you, it's just going to be a little painful. Here, too, you're allowed to cover it so and trap it so it does not sting anyone. And now, why are you allowed to do so? What happened to the malach of tzad of trapping? And the answer is because you're not here you're not trapping it because you want to keep it. You're trapping it only because you want to keep it away from others. So it's a malacha she'en a So now we discussed earlier, doing a malacha not for its intended purpose. Omer Yehuda, however, Yehuda points out, Maizabal if there be Yochanan and Zaki be Erev. Yochanan and Zaki was in the city of Erev, a city in the in the Galilee. And they they did this; they covered up a scorpion so that it wouldn't sting anyone. Omer Chashani lo Michatos. Yochanan and Zaki was concerned that perhaps this person is in violation of a biblical transgression of trapping. Now, two things to point out. One is Rav Yochum and Zakai. It's Rav Yehuda here quoting Rav Yochum and Zakai, and he did not. Hold, he believed that Malacha Chayin Tzichagu for your Chayiv. So even doing a Malacha not for its intended purpose, your Chayiv. So that's why here you would be liable, whereas we pass like Rav Shimon, so you wouldn't. Leaving aside the Rambam, and number two is he used the lashon of Chashan. I, I, I'm, I, I'm suspect. 
Why does he say I'm a suspect? So Rikiva Eger points out the reason he was suspect is because in the event it was a deadly scorpion, it, it was venomous, so then certainly you wouldn't be liable because the, then you're preventing, uh, you're saving life. But since here he was concerned maybe it wasn't a venomous scorpion, so then he said it could potentially be an issue of Sud. I wish you all a wonderful day.